Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. It's a beautiful time of year to be out walking. The weather's warming up. Nature makes these walks amazing. But sometimes life is so busy, finding time for the walk can be a challenge. My sponsor, Factor Meals, has the solution. And in a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen. They only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This is one of my favorites from Factor Meals. I loved it. And it was ready in two minutes. So no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. More time for these wonderful walks outdoors. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep the fitness promise you made to yourself and we'll add another link to your growing fitness chain. Temperatures this morning as I'm walking, a little bit above normal for this time of year. And because of that, and I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't know entirely how this works, but we've got some fog this morning. And as the car drove by, you could probably hear some wetness on the road. I think it might have rained overnight. I don't know if that's from rain or just a lot of humidity. It tends to be really humid when you live two miles from the ocean. And it's a beautiful morning if you like fog (laughs) if you don't like fog it's kind of creepy but the fog I can still see a good distance away it's pre-sunrise I can still see a good distance away but this fog is kind of covering everything it's really nice actually have you ever heard the phrase no pain no gain as it refers to exercise, the idea that if you're not pushing yourself to at least soreness, then you're really not 
getting much out of the exercise. There's, there's no pain, then there's no gain. It just becomes a fun little activity. By the way, I need to say, probably I'm going to say this a couple of times, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed personal trainer. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. There's a difference I've learned between good pain and bad pain. Pain that is productive, that indicates you actually are pushing yourself. It's called delayed onset muscle soreness. They use the acronym DOMS, D-O-M-S. There's a difference between the pain that indicates I've pushed myself here and as I understand it, that pain is from little micro tears in your muscle fiber. And so you've actually done damage, but it's good damage because as those tears heal, it builds the muscle. And that's how you grow muscle. And that's where the no pain, no gain comes from. If you're not working out and, and pushing your muscles enough that they don't get these micro tears, then then you're not, you're not working out hard enough. So the, so the saying goes. And I have experienced, because I do some strength training, some weightlifting, two, three times a week. I've got some weights in my garage. Used to belong to a gym that never worked, worked well for me. And so I've experienced DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. Usually what that means, the delayed part is the next day. In fact, I actually kind of like that muscle soreness because it does indicate to me that, all right, that workout was effective and there's almost something that feels good about that muscle soreness to a point, (laughs) to a point. I've also learned that when I have that soreness, that it's an indication that I need to rest, that muscle group. So in other words, if I do a chest workout and the next day I feel sore, that's not an indication of I need to do even more today and get even more pain and even more gain. No, because my muscles actually need that day to rest. I've told you before about my accidental marathon What I haven't told you is what happened the day after my accidental marathon. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. If you're brand new to the podcast and you haven't heard the story of the accidental marathon, I was a runner for five years before I decided that I enjoyed walking more and transition from running as my primary fitness activity to walking. That was more than 10 years ago, and I haven't looked back, haven't regretted that decision at all. But in that five years where I was a runner, the thing that motivated me the most were the medals. Participating in 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, and getting the medals when I crossed the finish line. And I was collecting these medals, and really quite... I was proud of those accomplishments, what those medals represented. And one year, I signed up for two half marathons. They were 
sponsored by the same organization. One was in the spring, one was in the fall. And if you ran both and finished both, you would get a third medal. I was like, oh, I like this. So the first event was in the spring. It was in Frederick, Maryland, signed up for the half marathon. And the night before the race, I went to pick up the race packet and learned that when I signed up, I accidentally signed up for the full marathon, not the half marathon. And because the half marathon was sold out, I couldn't just transfer downgrade from the full to the half. And because I needed to get a medal in both of these events in the spring and the fall, that if I didn't, that if I didn't run this race the next day, I was going to not only not get that medal, I was not going to get the third medal for doing both, if you're following, following what I'm saying here. So <laughs> I, was, I was so driven by these medals, I decided that, all right, I'll, I'll run the marathon. I'd never run a marathon. I'd never run more than 15 miles. And came up with a plan. I had just recently read about a way to run a marathon where you run a mile and then walk a minute. So it's a run-walk thing. And they were actually discovering that oftentimes the runners were finishing the events quicker doing this run-walk method. I'm like, okay, that'll work. And so the next day I ran the marathon finished in four hours and 50-some minutes, got the medal, ran the, ran the second race in the fall, and got the third medal, and still have, have all three. Okay, so I've told you that story. Now you know that story if you're a brand-new listener. What I've never told you is the next day. I was so sore the following day that I could barely move. I could barely walk. It, was, it wasn't even this, oh... This is a pleasant kind of pain, indicating much gain. It was, it hurts too much to move, to walk. And it took the better part of that week for that pain to subside enough that walking again, movement again, was pleasurable. That was a powerful lesson for me, that while the experts keep saying that some pain is indicative of actually working the muscles properly. But when it reaches the point that you can't move, that's too much. Oftentimes what happens when we continue to push through that pain, that soreness, sometimes we compensate to, to, to move in a way to avoid the pain. We use poor form. If you're weight training or running or even walking, when you push yourself and you've gone farther, maybe you've pushed your pace, and the next day you can feel some soreness. And on one hand, that soreness likely indicates you've pushed those muscles, you've, you've worked them, and that's a good thing. On the other hand, you need to back off until the pain subsides because if you start moving forward, walking, running, weight training with poor form, you can actually cause an injury. So this idea of no pain, no gain, yeah, there's some truth to that. Breaking down those muscles, building them back up, getting stronger, that's good. But there's also a caution about going too far, 
pushing yourself too far, causing too much breakdown, too much teardown. Again, I'm not a licensed personal trainer. I'm not a doctor. This is based on my personal experience and what I've read. I would recommend if you've got soreness or pain, you talk to a doctor. Talk to a licensed personal trainer and find out the best course forward for you. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.